It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to a Friday. Woohoo! Woo! <laughs> Scooter's really excited. He's on, he's on vacation part got, of next week. Got a vacation brain. Part of next week. He's mailing it in. I'm not mailing it in today. Did a lot of research. That may or may not be true. <laughs> it is Friday, July 21st. Welcome to the show. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. Eminem Cartage Hotline's open, 502-384-1450. To join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thornton's text line open, as always, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, you can run by Thornton's right now. It's a beautiful day, by the way. It is gorgeous. The humidity is down. Yeah. The last few days have been muggy, but there's nothing better right now than a 32-ounce fountain drink from Thornton's for only 89 cents. Yeah, 89 cents. Don't cross lanes in traffic just to get there while you're driving just because I said that. Take your time. They'll still be there. But run into Thornton's today. Get you an icy cold thirst quencher. Fountain drinks, 89 cents. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Scooter always says I'm very generic with those reads. That was pretty good, right? That was, yeah. That was different. I told you, man. I'm not phoning it in today. That's not what I told you, by the way. Normally. I told you that you're way too good to read it the same way every time. Normally on a Friday, I mail it in. You do. I'm not going to lie. You do. I'll confirm. Not today. Today, I let Scooter mail it in. Rick Bozich, WDRB.com, Fox 41 Television, will join me in about 15 minutes. Ed bailed on me today. What happened, uh, what happened to his commitment? Re- yeah. Remember last week? Jeez. I'm committing to showing up once a week. Yeah, that lasted zero weeks. Didn't even last one week. So Rick will join me. He's bailing us out today. We'll talk a lot of baseball. I saw on his Twitter account that he was in Atlanta this past week for Braves and his Chicago White Sox. White Sox won two out of three from the Braves. Wow. Maybe it was a weekend. Maybe it was last weekend. I think it was last weekend. Uh, so we'll talk to Rick about that. Do the Reds stand a chance? They've won two in a row now. Come on. Uh, they beat the Giants to split that series. Look, the Giants and Diamondbacks are two of the teams right now that are, if the season ended today, the they would be nationally wildcard teams. Mm-hmm. The Reds played four with the Giants. Now they got three with Arizona starting tonight. I'm going tomorrow, by the way. No big deal. No big deal. And uh, they need wins against those teams. And when you lose the first two, then you're hoping for a split. That's what they got with San Francisco. Now you got to take two out of three from Arizona. You're at home. So uh, three-game set starts tonight. Um. The Orioles are in first place in the American League East. Crazy, right? Who saw that coming? No kidding. When the Rays started the season 13-0, who had Orioles in first, Yankees in last? <laughs> raise your hand. If you raise your hand, you're a liar. <laughs> uh, Women's World Cup starts tonight. I know Scooter's excited. I am, yeah. A lot of, a lot of green running, riding <laughs> on the ladies. Okay, you, you bet USA. I did. England's the favorites, correct? Uh, no, USA's favorites. Still favorites? Yeah. But it's closer Eng- than usual. England's a little closer than I would like them to be, yeah. but uh, They're not prohibitive favorites. No. It's, it's wide open. Yeah. Is that fair to say? They're prohibitive favorites tonight. U.S. <laughs> yeah. we. Uh, I don't look at soccer spreads, even though I was over at my favorite parlor today. I don't look at soccer spreads. What is the spread on USA versus Vietnam tonight? The ladies of red, white, and blue are favored by six and a half. 
Six and a half. A football score. That means for them to win the bet, they have to score at least seven goals. And I'm going to make a bold prediction and say it's not going to be any problem. 10-0? I'm thinking 11-1. Oh, they're going to allow a goal? What's wrong? we got to fire the goalie. Uh, they'll just get lazy. Nine late in the o'clock game. tonight on Fox. Take yourself a little nap if you have to. But uh, again, I don't get into soccer. I'm not excited. I don't. I, not even the World Cup. S- no, Man. I'll watch if I'm home tonight, and I'll be home tonight. I'll watch. John, tonight's the night to watch. I mean, well, a game when we're just going to kick a team's head in. Okay. That's so fun. How many racing Louisville players are playing in the World Cup? Uh, six. Right. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Racing Louisville, I think. Do they play tonight? They do. They play tonight. Mm. So they're a little shorthanded. A little shorthanded. Fair to say? Yeah. Nine o'clock, Fox Television, uh, USA versus Vietnam tonight. Continued coverage for the next couple weeks of the World Cup, which is taking place in Australia. Am I right about that? Australia and New Zealand. And New Zealand. Yeah. And New Zealand won at home against Norway, which in is a, a big upset. Pretty big upset, yeah. Norway was, they were somewhat heavy favorites. I think New Zealand had never won a, a World Cup game. I think that's accurate. If I'm yeah. not, if I'm, I mean, I'm reading the bottom line on ESPN. That's all the yeah. soccer I get. Let's <laughs> be honest. But no, if you're going to be home tonight, tonight's the night to watch. Just goal after goal, it's going to be a lot of fun. British Open underway. We'll get updated on that. The Open. Don't I'm call sorry, it British the Open anymore. Championship. Canceled. The Open Championship <laughs> at Holyoke in, uh, where are they? Liverpool and Liverpool. Liverpool. Yep. Royal Liverpool. Dan Snyder found a huge amount of money by the NFL. I don't know how they get this from him. He sold his team. But we'll talk about that. Tom Cruise's favorite movie results are in. It was close. It was a two-horse race. And it was close. And I'll tell you who won in the final segment today. Can't wait. Tony Bennett passed away. Not the Virginia coach. Calm down. This Tony Bennett had a heck of a run. 96 years old, the crooner, one of the best to ever do it. He was still singing in his into his 90s. Mm-hmm. Had a duet with Lady Gaga. Is it Gaga? <laughs> Gaga. Is that correct? Lady Gaga, not too long ago, on a duet's album. He sang with everybody. And he was great. Uh, what's the movie I saw him in at the end of? Analyze that. Billy Crystal, Robert De Niro. And he's a mafia singer at the end of that movie. <laughs> but Tony Bennett passes away. He had a good run, Scooter, 96. Yeah, do you, do you feel better about someone dying when they're his age Absolutely. versus when they're like 70? Absolutely. Yeah. Because like he, he really did. He had a good run. Probably a great life. When you're 96, I think you can say you've seen it all. You're probably ready to go at that point. This guy was born in 1927. That's unbelievable. Two years before the stock market crash. He was alive for prohibition. He was alive for all the wars. <laughs> no, the Second World War, not, the, not all of them. Not, not, the, not the American Revolution, but it feels like he was. And we're going to play some Tony Bennett music on, uh, are we going outros and intros? Oh, yeah. What are we doing? We're, yeah, we're doing it We're going to play some Tony Bennett music for the rest of this hour. We start, however, with the Open Championship. Brian Harmon has the lead. They are two days in now. Remember. They are six, five or six hours ahead of us over there. Mm-hmm. So the second round is complete for half of the field right now. Brian Harmon went 60, I want to get this right, 67, 65 today. 
He is 10 under and holds a currently a five-shot lead. Is that correct? Yeah. Eagled uh, 18 today. By the way, Terrell Hatton on 18 today? I'm watching. He's two under on the tee box. He's two over at the end of the round. <laughs> two out of bounds, off the tee. Hits his fifth shot off the tee, dead left. Lucky to get a nine, which is the same score Justin Thomas got on that hole yesterday. That grass is so brutal. It's like... Three, you go four or five feet off the fairway and you're out of bounds. Okay, they have an inbounds out of bounds on 18. Yeah. You understand that? Because I don't really Not get really, it. no. There's a fence, but there's a white line before the fence. So you can be on the good side of the fence, but on the wrong side of the white line, you're out of bounds. <laughs> so he was hitting five from the tee, Terrell Hatton, one of the pre tournament top 10 favorites. Um, he will make the cut plus three, probably plus four, maybe going to be the cut windy day today. Going to be windy again tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow with rain in the forecast tomorrow. It's always fun to watch those guys when it's 30 mile an hour winds and raining. I hate it. Oh, I love it because I feel better about my game. I just feel bad for them. Oh, has there Jordan Spieth's going to win this tournament. Isn't this the uh, – yeah, I agree with that. Isn't this the tournament where it literally rains every year? Every year. I mean, I, I don't know if I can recall an Open Championship that didn't happen. Every year. It, it, it's windy. It, it rains. It seems gloomy no matter where they're at. Even the old course of St. Andrews, it seems gloomy every year. Spieth looks like he's drinking a beer. Those guys <laughs> – I don't know what he's drinking. It looked like a brew. I'm doubling down my bet on him then. <laughs> Some of the players to not make the cut, Dustin Rose, Tony Finau, Billy Horschel, Keegan Bradley, who'd been playing great this year, Phil Mickelson, 77-74 plus nine. Hmm. Dustin Thomas, I did bet him to finish in the top five. I should have bet him to finish in the bottom five. (laughs) 82 yesterday, 71 par today. Plus 11. He's beating John Daly. I didn't even write John Daly down. John <laughs> Daly's a non-factor other than his beard and pants. That we like to do. His pants were You awesome. can pick him out of a lineup, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's John Daly. Uh, 600 yards away, I can see him. I can see the beard. <laughs> Dustin Johnson from the Live Tour. 74, 81 today. Plus 13. JT beat him by two shots. I bet on Dustin Johnson, by the way, too. I jinx everybody. I hope I didn't jinx Jordan Spieth because he was my third pick, my third bet. What about uh, old Jazz Jano Watananan? Plus 21. Plus 22. Plus 22. 81-83. No, he's done. What's that last name again? Jan Watananan. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to give you a B (laughs) plus for effort. I'll take it. Uh, so that will continue throughout the weekend. But Brian Harmon, 10 under. Uh, let me pull it up because I want to keep be as accurate as I possibly can be. Um, Rosner, I think, is in second place. Tied with Fleetwood at four under. Four under. Oh, he was five, so he just bogeyed. Yep. Uh, I guess Jordan lost another shot. He's back to three under. He's bogeyed 10 and 11 now. Uh, back to three under. So Antoine Rosner, Tommy Fleetwood, and uh, M. Minwoo Lee are – no, Minwoo Lee just dropped a shot. So Rosner and Fleetwood are four under. Minwoo Lee, Sharma, 
Spieth are all three under still on the course. Um, Jason Day, two under. Kepka, who was one over not too long ago, mm-hmm. has got it to two under now through nine. Hideki Matsuyama, another former major winner, is a two under. Wyndham Clark, who won the U.S. Open this year, is a two under. So you got some guys you never heard of, like Sharma, like uh, Otagal, Otag. Otegol. Otegui. That's how I would say it. Otegui. That's an I at the end of that name? <laughs> That's an I. Antoine Rosner, Shabankar Sharma. You got guys like that, but then you've also got Fleetwood, who's playing at home, by the way. Tommy Fleetwood, has, still looking for his first major. He finished in top tens of, of open championships five times when he shot over 70 in the first round. This year, he shot 66 in the first round. Bodes well. So we'll see what happens with uh, Tommy Fleetwood. But right now, Brian Harmon, he's just – now I'll talk about a guy that's having a beer. He is in the clubhouse now after a 65, watching everybody try to play in the wind and, and the, the conditions and just smiling and having maybe having a few cold ones. I would be, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. You know who's the one guy I saw yesterday who typically plays pretty well in majors that you don't re- – I, I guess he's newer onto the scene. You don't really think of him, but he drives me nuts. Drives you nuts. Uh, has he won a major? No. Oh, gosh, no. And he he never will. But a, he never will. Marcel Seam. Oh, he's he, got, he's he got that man bun. He's got man bun. He's yep. got the putter that he puts to his chest. I, 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 something about that guy drives me nuts. And when he nuts. hits a bad shot. He enrages yeah. immediately. He's like Terrell Hatton it's on he's, steroids. because he's German. He's like, I don't know what that means. Germans are Seems angry. like you're profiling there. Um, I'm German. <laughs> I grew up with German grandparents and a German mom. Is yeah, that why yeah. you're angry I am profiling. <laughs> all right, uh, before I get to Rick Bozich here, Daniel Snyder, the former owner, owner of the Washington football team, now known as the Commanders, uh, fined $60 million. $60 million after a long investigation that showed that he uh, committed sexual harassment on an employee and that the team also withheld revenue from the NFL. Why $60 million? Because he just sold his team for $600 million. It is one-tenth of that amount. That's why they came up with $60 million. Josh Harris bought the team. He also, at a meet and greet yesterday, bought everybody that showed up a beer. Wait, he only sold the team for $600 million? That can't be right. All right. Now you can see, I do all this research. I mean, I haven't heard, no, of, no. I haven't heard of a big four franchise being sold for under a bill I, since I was a kid. Let me just say this. I do all this research, and then Scooter makes me second-guess myself. <laughs> that just, I mean, that could very well be right. right. That just seems way no, low. No. Let me look. Maybe it's 1%. Maybe it's $6 billion. That would make more sense. Uh, let's see. Because I, I read the story. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, it was announced that the owners had unanimously approved the sale of the commanders to Josh Harris for $6.05 billion. Billion, okay. That makes more sense. The fine against Snyder represents 1% of the sale price. So basically, it's like me owing you $10. Now I feel bad. I, I felt great about it. I was like, <laughs> good, they're getting him. He deserves it. $60 million? That's nothing to Dan Snyder. 
the attorney was Mary Jo White. She led the investigation. She informed the league owners of her findings on Thursday. It's ironic, I guess, that the findings, the news breaks a, a day after the sale is approved by the owners to Josh Harris. But anyway, this is the last we're ever going to have to hear of Daniel Snyder, and that is a good thing. Woo-hoo. Let's take a break. Come back. Rick Bozich will join me. We'll talk a little baseball. Can the Reds make the playoffs? And how much fun did he have in Atlanta this weekend? You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage, the Big X. I'm really needing don't want to waste more time I'm in a New York state of mind Oh, it's golden dreams will not come true Or will I go from rags to riches Ah, Tony Bennett. My fate is up Passed away at 96. It don't get any better than that, folks. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. We'll be playing Tony Bennett music the rest of this hour. The uh, Eminem Cartage hotline is open, 384-1450. Thornton's text line open, 414-1450. I just saw this, Scooter. SEC preseason media, media poll, Georgia picked to win the East, Kentucky fourth, one first-place vote. Vanderbilt seventh, but eight first-place votes. What? Yeah. Let's try to figure that out with our next guest. Let's go to the uh, M&M Cartage Hotline, bring in Rick Bozich <laughs> from WDRB.com. Rick, uh, do the math for me there, will you? I'm not going to be able to talk for the next 15 minutes because I'm laughing. <laughs> eight first-place votes. Top four. I didn't. I, I guess I didn't look down far enough to see that Vanderbilt got eight first place votes. So, I, is that a, are somebody I, just joking? Are they joking around? Uh, they have to be not taking it seriously. Just trying to cause a buzz. I don't Florida know. got none. Um, Missouri got none. This is the East. Georgia got two hundred sixty-five. <laughs> so there's a lot of voters. Well, um, I'd like to know who voted Kentucky number one. That's got to be some. That's got to be some of the same people that. Uh, Turned in Blake Hall of Fame ballots out of protest, so I don't know. <laughs> All right, uh, how was your weekend, by the way? It was great. Um, yeah, I, I so. had two, two out been of three. To the new Atlanta ballpark. Uh, we went Friday night and got there when the gates opened, and um, we were sitting out in right field, and Gavin Sheets hit a batting practice home run, and my son-in-law scooped it up and got it for my grandson. So that was good. Oh, that's a win and, right there. The White Sox lost nine to nothing, and I was a good sport. <laughs> and uh, uh, Saturday, somehow they won. Uh, got a double play in the last play of the game to win six to five. So it was great. Nice ballpark. I wouldn't say it's. I haven't been to that many of the new ones. I think I've only been to five. Uh, Camden Yards is better. It's you know I don't know if you've been down there, but they built this one way on the north side I'm of not. town. I've not. And uh, it's not the, the nicest thing about it is. They've developed the area around it. They're like restaurants and souvenir shops and ice cream store and hotels, and we stayed like two and a half blocks away so you could just walk to the game, which was nice. I went to Globe Life in, at Texas this year, and I was very disappointed. Very disappointed. Really? Nothing around it other than Jerry World. Um, yeah. And, you know, not in a great neighborhood, and I was just disappointed in the Yeah, event. you know, I'm with you. That's That, to me, is – 
the way to do it. Build it in an area that people can come down early and, um, you know, hang out for a while and then stay after the game and get something to eat or drink or whatever and explore the area if you can. Um, that, that works. I mean, it's that way a little bit in Baltimore. It's that way in Cleveland. Um, but, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I know where that thing is in Texas, and the other ballpark's still up, right? They yes. didn't tear it down. Yeah, there's uh, crazy. They had there's a big three parks, uh, there, right? Yeah, they had they have like a they had some kind of tournament going on there uh, when I showed up. Yeah, uh, I don't know what was going on, but anyway, some of the new At least ballparks. It's air conditioned, though, right? It, it, well, they opened the roof when I it was uh, the middle of May. Okay. And uh, I got there, and the roof was closed. I got there early, and I got to watch them open the roof, and it's a big production. Yeah. Um, nice Sunday afternoon, but uh, it was good. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, Atlanta. It was the Rockies. What, what should I expect? They were playing the Rockies. The only thing I didn't like about Atlanta was I thought the concourses were too narrow, and it was hard to kind of like move around. I whenever I go to a new park, I like to walk around the whole park and kind of see it from all angles. You couldn't do and that the concourse, huh? No, I could. Oh, okay. it, it just was so crowded that there's no way to. It was took a long time to walk, and then. You know, once the game started, one time I went to the concession stand, the lines were long, and on the Saturday night game, we sat up in the third level, and it took forever to exit. The ramps weren't very – I just thought it was not enough room for people to move around, but that's just me. We're old people. Did they let you use cash there? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I could not <laughs> use cash in Texas. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I've been to a number. I've been to some basketball. I was some basketball games this year where you couldn't use cash. Albany. When I went to Albany, when uh, I was up there for the NCAA tournament, you couldn't use cash. And there might have been one other place this year. Yeah, crazy. Do you wear? Yeah, there's your, even parking. Uh, there's even parking places now where you can't use cash. It used to be uh, like that's what you know, Texas was. Twenty or whatever. That's what Texas yeah. was. No. Or you got to you got to you got to prepay. You got to have it. You got to. Buy it on your app before you get there, and then show them the code. I have a prepaid ticket to go to uh, Cincinnati and Arizona tomorrow. You had to, you had to do it that way. If you wanted wow. a parking spot, you had to do it that way. Wow! In Cincinnati, Crazy. which I'd never heard of. Now maybe away from the old. park a little bit. We are old. You know. <laughs> we are old. Do you wear your uh, White Sox gear at road games? Oh, uh, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to do there? Are you trying to instigate? Uh, you know, I, there's some parks I wouldn't do it, but Atlanta, I thought that was pretty civil, and the White Sox are no threat to anybody this year. The main reason I do it is there's other White Sox fans at the game, and so usually I stop and talk to them and ask them where they're from and how they're holding up this year uh, under this horrible season. So, actually, on Saturday night, I sat next to a dude who uh, was a big, he was like right in front of me, he was a White Sox fan from Downers Grove, Illinois, and went to Notre Dame, and I talked to him most of the game, and we commiserated on what a bad season it was. I like talking to baseball fans, as you know. I love baseball. Um, all right. The Reds. I'm, by the way, I'm going tomorrow because Brandon – I don't know if it's been announced yet. Brandon Fodd is pitching for Arizona, the Bellarmine grad. Okay. Um, should I wear an Arizona hat in Cincinnati? Is that okay, you think? Yeah, I think you should. That's reasonable if you're backing a local kid. I mean, yeah. if it's just a hat. Well, to me, the gear that you wear is fine. It's the, the, where you get in trouble is if you're like obnoxious in the stands. Well, then I'm in trouble. Start yelling. Okay. Well, then you're in trouble. <laughs> you're on your own. Doesn't matter what I'm wearing. That's the, right? that's the only time I've ever. I mean, I've been to Cubs Sox games in Comiskey Park, and there's a lot of Cubs fans there, and they wear their gear. And the only time I've ever seen incidents is um, 
you know, people get drunk and they start mouthing off, and then the next thing you know, they're throwing, you know, hands. <laughs> and uh, I don't think you'll do that. So, yeah, wear a hat, back to Bellarmine Kid. Odds are you're going to sit next to somebody who's going to say, oh, yeah, what, why are you in Arizona? Why are you pulling yeah, to Arizona? Yeah. You're on a, a you, nice baseball conversation. But I, I don't so. like people. You don't understand that part about me. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like meeting people. I can't help you then, John. <laughs> um, Reds, do they have a uh, – give me the percentage if uh, you had to put a little money on the Reds to get to the playoffs. Right now they're one game out of the wild card. Um, behind Diamondbacks and Giants, who ironically they play they play this week. Yeah, they split four with the Giants. Is yep. that right? Yes. Um, you know, I put it at about 40%. Um, depending on what they do at the deadline, they have a decision to make of whether they're going to actually um, use any of their prospects to try and go for it at, at all this year. Um, I don't know how aggressive they're going to be in that way. I, it, it certainly seems like to me they could use uh, one more starting pitcher and, and you know maybe a bullpen arm. Um, but I don't, I don't follow the Reds closely enough to know how um, likely they are to do that. And generally my view is, you know, I think back to everybody always talks about the trading deadline. More times than not, the guys that you pick up don't make a difference. <laughs> I don't think. There's always a lot of hype about these guys. Um, but I, I, sometimes they do, but... Not always. Uh, you know, I don't think the Astros last year when they won it all, I don't remember any big acquisition they made. Um, you know, the the dudes that you have are usually the ones that are going to get you there. And I, 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 if I was a Reds fan, I would not want my team to overpay to get somebody who might, you know, baseball so crazy anyway, you could get beat by an inferior team in the first round of the playoffs, and yeah. then their, their window is just opening. So I, I see being a little bit, bold but not being super bold because the next two or three years are when you really need to be aggressive and go for it who's the best team in baseball <laughs> oh i got him i got him mid cough for scooter i got him you all right buddy drink some water. <laughs> oh, hold right. on hey we'll play some tony bennett <laughs> it's not a bad call it's not a bad call sorry about that smooth, smooth um, voices tony bennett and rick bosich that's what i always say that's a great question i mean the Braves have kind of been through a rough streak. They lost, what, four in a row before they won yesterday? Yep. Um, Tampa Bay has fallen behind Baltimore. I don't think Baltimore's starting pitching is good enough to call them the best team in baseball. Huh. Um, I'm a little hmm. surprised at that because uh, Baltimore, man, I watched them again yesterday. Last they're night. good. They are really good. They are good, and they're young. Uh, that's the thing. They're, they're, they got a lot of really good young players and more on the way. Um I don't, I'll probably still go with Atlanta because I think Atlanta's got a couple of pitchers who are hurt are going to come back, and when they come back, uh, they'll be they'll be the team to beat. And I like their lineup. I mean, they, they got guys off. I mean, I I was blown away when I was down there and saw that Ozzy Albies, the second baseman, he's got like twenty two home runs. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh, their lineup from top to bottom is incredible. Um, yeah, and I, they've been there. I mean, Baltimore's never been there, so this is their first correct. go around too. Um, but I'm very impressed by the way they've just methodically chased down the Rays because the Rays were really the best team in baseball for the first two months. 13-0 and they started. Now they're in second place, 60-40. and uh, Are the Rangers for real? Yeah, I think so. I like their team, uh, especially since they've done this without DeGrom, who was supposed to be their their bulldog. I like Seager. I like um, Marcus Simeon. they got a great young catcher. they got a good young third baseman. 
Um, you know, they probably need to add a pitcher too. They got a really good manager in Boshi. Um, how far are the Astros behind them? Haven't the Astros gained some ground? Four games. Yeah, but Houston's pitching staff is really dinged up. So it's it's wide open this year. I think it really is. The Dodgers. I still think the Dodgers is a team to me that's most likely to be bold at the trading deadline because they have money and they have prospects, and uh, I think they'll. I think they're the team most likely to go out and get a starting pitcher, whether it's Lucas Giolito or Lance Lynn or the Cardinals guy that Jordan it's Montgomery, that the left-handed pitcher that they might trade. And um, I still think the Dodgers are, are always somebody to, uh, to to respect. And I know they're in a in a tight pennant race with the Giants and the Diamondbacks, right? Yes, talking to Rick Bozich, WDRB.com. The uh, guy you didn't mention was Shohei Otani. The Dodgers. Oh yeah, uh, there's no way the tires here trade into the Dodgers. There's no way they're going to. It's a rental. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. I I would. That's just not going to happen. I don't. That right. you don't let the you don't let your competitor you don't give your competitor uh, a chance to improve their chance to win the World Series and then set him up that he's going to sign them. You know, help him get comfortable there and and he'll be there. And your fans will be grumbling about it forever. I, I can't see that. Well, uh, but if I were them, I would trade him because they're not going to make the playoffs, and he's going to yeah. walk away at the end of the year, and they're not going to get anything. So it's not. I would uh, send him. I would send him to Tampa or Baltimore. <laughs> what I would do. It's not Red Sox Yankees, and it's not Cubs Cardinals. They're not in the same division. Astros Dodgers are in different leagues, and I know Artie Moreno, no, the owner, no, does, doesn't want to a- trade a- him. Angels Dodgers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but the do- Angels are. You know, they're sort of like the White Sox and the Mets. They're the second team in the big town. Yeah. And all you ever hear about the Dodgers and the Angels, all you ever hear about the Angels now is, well, they have Mike Trout and Shohei Atani, Anthony Rendon, they still can't win, and they're poorly run and all that stuff. And then the Dodgers are the, you know, the sexy Hollywood team, and I don't think you put them in position to really have a great October. I, I think – PR-wise, marketing-wise, I think that's a bad move. All right, I'm going to leave you with this, Rick Bozich. Uh, Louisville football is favored, according to the analytics, in all 12 games this year as, wow. of, as of right now. That includes mm-hmm. Notre Dame at home. That includes Kentucky at home. That includes at Miami, at Pittsburgh. Um, you buying all, any of that? No, I mean, who goes 12-0 and anymore? Just one or two teams Nobody. all year so. You're going to have injuries. You're going to have letdowns. You're going to have, you know, the other team playing its best. You're going to have turnovers. So, considering where they've been, and you know, the first year for the coaching staff, if they can have an eight and four year, uh, that's really good. Nine and three be really, really good. So, I, I got them in probably eight four range. Eight and four, I think that's a fair thing to eight and a half. Eight and a half is the over under. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would take the under. Um, nine's a lot. Not that many first-year coaches win nine and got a whole lot of new faces. It's so hard to say anymore in college football because of free agency with the transfer portal. It's so many guys that we're talking about and predicting on we've never seen play. Yeah. We've never seen uh, Plummer play. We don't, we don't really know how good he is. We haven't seen you know uh, some of the defensive guys who've come in uh, from other schools. So, yeah, they've got a lot of – I've heard a lot of good things about them. I've heard a lot of really good things about the defensive backs they brought in. Um, but – you know, I think they'll get off to a really good start. I mean, they should win their what first 
four, and then is Notre Dame the fifth game? Yes. And if that if that goes down the way it's supposed to go down, that'll be a big moment for Louisville football to play Notre Dame with a four zero record, and hopefully Notre Dame comes in undefeated, and then you got some national and regional buzz about that game. You uh, voted Rain Man, Few Good Men, and Top Gun as your top three. Uh... I was the only Rain Man one that I saw. I mean, I, I was kind of no. I had Rain Man. Yeah, Scooter. Oh, had, did? Well, okay. I had Rain Man. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, it wasn't the only uh, text that I sent out. Uh, there are other groups I sent this. Oh, uh, okay. To. You're not the. You mean you guys aren't okay. the only ones I sent it to? <laughs> okay. okay. But uh, you going to defend those? Is Rain Man number one for you? By the way. Yeah, I really like that movie because I love Dustin Hoffman. And I thought he's the one that won an Academy Award for that performance, I believe. And I yep. thought it was very well done. Uh, and I'm not a huge Cruise fan. I mean, I'm not a huge movie person, but I mean, those are probably the only three Tom Cruise movies I've seen, if you want to be honest. Risky Business? <laughs> Jerry Maguire? Uh, no. Never watched Jerry Maguire. Oh, my I've seen gosh. Snippets. Uh, I've on. only seen snippets of Risky Business. So, yeah. All right. Days of Thunder, I haven't seen that. So, yeah, you know. me neither. Yeah. All right, next week, Clint Eastwood or Robert De Niro? Which one should I do? Oh, Robert De Niro. Okay, it's done. Thank you, buddy. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate Bye, your time Thank as you. always, Rick. All right. Bye. Rick Bozich, com, Fox 41. Okay, bye. <laughs> let me go there. I'm tired of talking about Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. More Tony Bennett and more sports. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. To you, San Francisco. Your golden sun will shine for me. I've got you. Under my skin I'd sacrifice anything Come what might For the sake of having you near Oh yeah In spite of the warning voice That comes in the night And repeats and repeats in my ear I don't even know why I want to talk Keep going, Tony Tony Bennett never can win. Passed away at 96 Use your mentality <sighs> The crooner of crooners. Sang well into his 90s. Passed away at 96. So, uh, Tony Bennett music today. We did it for Tina Turner, so we're going to do it for Tony Bennett. Might as well. Uh, back on, welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage Hotline. Last chance to get in on that. 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Last chance on the Thornton's text line as well. At 502-414-1450. Um, all right. Open championship update. Brian Harmon, of course, in the clubhouse 10 under. Tommy Fleetwood even through 10 today. He is at 5 under in second place alone. Antoine Rosner, you know him, is 4 under. Minwoo Lee, Sharma, and Jordan Spieth, who has parred two in a row, are all at Three under. Jason Day up to two under right now. He's still on the course, as is Brooks Kepka, as is Wyndham Clark. All those guys are two under. Uh, Columbus beat the Bats last night 11-6. to six. 
Back in action the rest of the weekend at Slugger Field, 7-15 tonight and tomorrow, and 6-05 on Sunday. One of those late afternoon, early evening Sunday games you don't see very often, so get out to Slugger Field. If you can't, you can hear all the action right here on the Big X. Let's go to the M&M Cartage Hotline. David, how are you today? Happy Friday. Yeah, doing fi- yeah, doing fine. Happy Friday uh, to you, uh, John, as well. And as I said, it's Tony Bennett. Uh, I guess for some time, I guess it was, wasn't it, like several years ago, they said something about Alzheimer's or something that I heard uh, earlier mm. this morning on another report. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I think yeah. he had, uh, like, the the start of Alzheimer's. and Yeah. Uh, he's been out of the public spotlight for about five years now. But, uh, yes, and I was, I was just wondering, you know, you know, if, if it's maybe you know near the end because he'd he'd been on the scene for quite some time. But I guess a memory that I can always think of, like during the holiday season, you know, when the you know various stations are playing, you know, Christmas music or whatever, or you're at the store shopping, or stations you wouldn't think Tony. There's some Tony Bennett songs that are usually played. Uh, you know, during Christmas holidays. Absolutely. I don't know what is Christmas. And, you know, I remember, now that you said that about the Alzheimer's, I think he was very forgetful, but he remembered all the lyrics to all the songs, which is is incredible. But he's he's been doing it so long, he could just put it on autopilot, I think. Uh, Probably good. I said at the open, I got on my Pandora today, there are 1,012 Tony Bennett songs on Pandora. Oh, my. That's incredible. Yeah, and he did duets, and you know, but just pretty much anybody in music you could think of. Yeah, he had know? an album, at least one album of duets with, and everybody wanted to sing with Tony Bennett. Oh yeah, yeah, so. yeah. It's definitely missed. I don't know if you'll find anyone else, you know, quite like you know what he did. And like I said, even during Christmas holidays, you could you know hear something. I know one station in town that kind of had like a rock format, but Tony Bennett's there during Christmas holidays. Yeah, yeah, it's you crazy. know a station you wouldn't think that would. You know, have Tony Bennett music, but during Christmas, they 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 bring his songs out, during, you know, Christmas songs out too. Part yeah. of it. Thank you, yeah. David. Have a good weekend, my sure friend. Sure will. Appreciate you. Right, I will. <laughs> Reds in Arizona start a three-game set tonight. Tommy Henry for the D-backs. He's five and two with a three eighty-nine ERA. Ben Lively for Cincinnati, four and five, three seventy-two, seven ten on Valley Sports Ohio tonight. We'll get to Tom Cruise movies. Um, I guess right now, because uh, we're running, I don't want to say we're running late, but uh, it's late in the weekend. Scooter's mailing it in over there. Oh, I've, I, I've been mailed it in. You're not mailing it in, because you put together the Tony Bennett package. That's true. So, I got to give you credit where, where it's due. Uh, what movie do you think, Scooter, and I know you're not a movie guy, kind of like Rick Bozich, uh, what kind of, which movie do you think won the poll, best Tom Cruise movies? I'm going to go with a um, few good men. Came in second. It was <clears> close. <throat> it was a two-horse race. All right. The other one would have been Risky Business? Top Gun. Oh, okay. The that original Top Gun. 44 votes. Um, 40 for a few good men. So it was tight. A few good men. If, if I'm flipping around and Top Gun is on, I'm depending on which scene it's in, I might watch a little bit of it. But if I'm flipping around and a few good men is on, it doesn't matter which scene is on. I'm watching the rest of the movie. You've never seen that one? Nope. That's your homework on your vacation. Mm, doubt it. No, that's it. That's your homework. <laughs> what not, do you mean, doubt it? I'm not doing Don't that. Don't make I'm, me flunk you. I am not watching a two hour, 18 minute movie on my vacation. What no you, shot. 
Are you f- driving to your vacation spot? We are. We. I'm not driving. I'm riding. But yeah, you got a phone. Mm-hmm. Sit back and watch. A few I'm gonna good be man. snoozing. Put your headphones in. Watch a few good men. Not if you start that movie, you won't snooze. <laughs> uh, third on the list, Rain Man made a rally late and came in third. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Dustin Hoffman, as uh, Rick mentioned, won an Academy Award for Rain Man. Uh, Tom Cruise was just as good as Charlie Babbitt in that movie. Um, you might not love Tom Cruise. He was great in that movie. Um, fourth place, Risky Business, which sadly my friend Scooter has not seen. Nope. Maybe I'll watch it, it today. Is the, it is the, a, a perfect coming-of-age uh, guys – Young guys getting in trouble when their parents are out of town movie. Oh, oh, you're going to watch that one, but you're not going to watch A Few Good Men? Uh, it's not two hours and 18 minutes long. How long is uh, Risky Business? Uh, let me go back here real quick. It is an hour 39. So I'm saving. <laughs> it's 40, a half hour. Saving 40 minutes on my oh time, my John. Oh, my God. This is just. <laughs> you're exhausting to, to <laughs> hang out with sometimes. Um, so Risky Business finished fourth with 18 votes. Uh, other double-digit uh, vote-getters, Jerry Maguire. You've seen Jerry Maguire. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. The cameos in Jerry Maguire from Troy Aikman to Roy Firestone to um, Wayne Fonts, the old coach of the Detroit Lions. Mike Tirico, young Mike Tirico, great. Cuba Gooding won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for that movie. Um what was his name? Rod Rod Tidwell. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was great. He, who who played his wife in that movie? Uh, Come on, can't remember. She was fantastic. Uh, I got to look now. Now I'm upset. Well, upset's the wrong word. Um, but I got to look. Uh, Renee Renee Zellweger is okay, but she's she's the same in every movie, right? Regina King played uh, Marcy Tidwell. Great. Jay Moore is Bob Sugar, the bad agent. Ooh, you hated Jay Moore. But uh, Jerry Maguire got double-figure votes. The Firm got double-figure votes. You've never seen The Firm? Nope. John Grisham novel, uh, political, not political, uh, law thriller, terrific, well done. Gene Hackman is unforgettable, just like everything Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman's a guy we could do. By the way, how about Rick Bozich only seeing three Tom Cruise movies like your boy here? Well, he says he can only remember three that he's seen. I'll bet you he's seen more than three. I'll, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll hunt him down after the show and and really put him to the test. By the way, I'm doing a little research for next week. I've only seen four Robert De Niro movies. That is more embarrassing <laughs> than three Tom Cruise movies. In my opinion. Have you seen, and I don't want to give anybody any ideas uh, make that, for votes. Make that five. Have you seen Raging Bull? I have not seen Raging Bull. That's the one because I would want to watch. Because it's black and white? Is it black and white? Oh, I'm yeah. not watching it then. No way. Why? No shot. Schindler's List was black and white. I didn't watch that. <laughs> if there wasn't glass between us, I would throw something <laughs> at you right now. Glad there is. You haven't seen Ra- Goodfellas? Goodfellas, i Godfather 2? Yeah. Nope. Good. It's Goodfellas, and then the we're gonna have a telethon for Scooter. Meet the parents. We meet the Fockers. A, meet and then, the oh my. God. And then and then Casino is the only other one I've seen. All the great movies Robert De Niro is in. You've seen only five, and two of them are the Meet the Parents series. Yep. You got Casino, and then Bad Grandpa. 
you, you, or Dirty Grandpa. Let sorry. me tell you the the one Robert De Niro movie that I want you to see, okay. and it's not long. Midnight Run with Charles Grodin and Robert De Niro. It is one of the, if not the, most underrated comedy of all time. And if you agree with me on that, 414-1450. If you don't agree with Matt with me on that 414-1450 and I'll I'll uh, block your number if you don't agree with me. Midnight Run. How long is that? I uh, don't see a time on it, but okay. I will I will watch that one. It uh, it's uh, 2 hours and 7 minutes. Hilariously funny. See, oh, I'm well, that's over your 2 I'm hour more minute. I'm more apt to watch a comedy though. Is it what is. it comes down to. Tom Cruise and Robert De Niro, neither of them did a lot of comedies. Tom Cruise did uh I th- I would say Jerry Maguire is a comedy drama. Yeah. Okay. It's a rom-com as much as anything because of the relationship between he and Zellweger. Uh, Tropic Thunder is a comedy. You've never seen Tropic Thunder? Nope. By the way, that got four votes. Uh, Multiple votes, but less than 10. Mission Impossible. Now, I didn't didn't say which one. People voted for Mission Impossible. I wasn't going to go back and say one, two, three, four, Ghost Protocol. Which one? So Mission Impossible got three votes. They're all good. They're all, you know, seat, edge of your seat thrillers. Color of Money, I didn't like The Color of Money. It was a sequel to The Hustler. I didn't like, you know, Paul Newman's great, but Tom Cruise is very unlikable in this movie. Um, let's see. Born on the Fourth of July, I've never seen it. Very dramatic. War hero, crippled, comes back. Days of Thunder, I'm embarrassed to say I've never seen. Embarrassed is the word. I've never seen it. And single votes, all the right moves. We know who voted for that. Yeah. The Boss Man. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. Great movie. Young Tom Cruise, very young, playing a high school football player. Now, he wasn't high school young, but he pulled it off because he's a great actor. Cocktail got four votes. Terrible movie. <laughs> Ladies love it, though. He's a bartender in Florida, young, spinning the bottles. He's awesome. Yeah, I don't see it that way. Eyes Wide Shut got a vote. The Outsiders with another young Tom Cruise and and a whole young cast of up-and-coming stars. Valkyrie, where he played. Uh, this, this movie bothers me because it's a he's a German soldier along with a bunch of other German soldier, soldiers, and none of them speak German. They speak English during the war. Come on, what are you doing? Uh, American Made, underrated movie, true story about a pilot who uh, is working for the CIA, but also wrapped up in drug trafficking with uh, in South America. He's a he's a pilot in that one. War of the Worlds, which I just saw, got one vote. It's okay. Dakota Fanning ruins it for me. <laughs> you got a kid crying the whole movie. Come on, I can take it a couple times, but. Go ahead and let the aliens kill her, for God's sake. <laughs> and Jack Reacher got a vote. Jack Reacher's a good movie. It's a, in fact, it was so good they did a second Jack Reacher. Uh, Collateral is the other movie that got a vote. Um, Austin Powers' Gold Member got no votes. It shouldn't. Yeah, it shouldn't. It's a terrible movie. Did you like Austin Powers 1? I, I can't watch any of them because the dude that sticks his pinky out can't do it. 
Dr. Evil? No, Michael Myers, I guess. It's Mike Myers. Yeah. By the way, Michael Myers is oh, a yeah. character from Mike Halloween. Myers. Mike Myers. <laughs> Is the former Saturday Night Live cast one one and the same to me? We'll do uh, we'll do Bob De Niro next week. So your homework has now changed. Okay, we're done with Cruise, so you don't have to watch a few Good Men. Woo-hoo. But I'm throwing Midnight Run on you. Yeah, I might go watch that. You got to watch Midnight Run, and I'm I know I'm I'm biased on all of this stuff. Man, that's a great movie. Tony Bennett will send us to the weekend. The late great Tony Bennett passed away at. 96. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you Monday. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Fly me to the moon And let me play among the stars